Welcome to the Popcorn Talk Network. For the online broadcast network that features movie discussion, news, and interviews, press one. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. From the Popcorn Talk Network, the online broadcast network for movie talk, and the schmoes know, this is Box Office Breakdown. Information and commentary on weekly movie box office. Hello, everybody. You can't be stretching already. Today is President's Day. It is a holiday. It it was a rough weekend for Mr. Tom over there. For everyone else, I'm sure it was a Valentine's weekend full of love. And we're going to get to this week talking about the box office, which has been very interesting, as well as going through our normal top five list and all of our international numbers and everything. Thank you, Popcorn Talk listeners. Let's get started. Hi, guys. So, uh, let's get one thing out of the way. Uh, Fifty Shades of Grey uh, made how much money? I don't think you're going to be able to get that out of the way of <laughs> this yeah. um, made a lot of, money. of this show, or therefore of your week, because it has not only infiltrated the box office mm-hmm. with an $81 million. It did get the number one spot. We all predicted that. JTE won. He was the yes, closest. 90. I said 90. Okay, this is what I'm going to say. This okay. is what I'm going to say. That gonna I say? guess $69 million Yes. Based off Great. Twilight, which I think was just brilliant on my part to reference the Twilight fans. Yeah, um, yeah, but sure. based on inflation, mm-hmm. $69 million is pretty much equivalent to 81 Semantics. It's close. It, yeah, with inflation, it, that's pretty accurate. So, theoretically, I was right. Just my failure to do math was, I was wrong. I was way off. I uh, underestimated the sex star of Alabama housewives. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I don't think that's who it was. Yeah, it was. I, I don't know. I think that a big draw to this was also the girls who were like, you have to come with me, boyfriend, because it is Valentine's Day weekend, and you have to do everything I say. Mm-hmm. So not only was it just women, but it was all, oh, hello. I, that's, that's me. me. Stop messing that's with me. my yeah, headphones. I, hear, I, hear I, hear I just heard too. my voice Thanks, go, there we go. Sorry, that's I had to fix my mic. Um, yeah, mine too. But, no, I think <laughs> it was all the boyfriends, like, getting dragged to there, buying so it was, it was two-for-one yeah. tickets. Yeah, of course. I mean, that's that's what it, I went. I mean, it's basically what it came down to. And that was smart. This was a lot of couples there. This wasn't supposed to be a Valentine's release. No, it was supposed to be last August. Fifty Shades was of Grey really? was supposed yeah. to be an August when release. They, they fell behind okay. and decided to yeah. play steak on Valentine's Day, which was a fantastic idea. It did get all those extra boyfriends in the seat, and not just the... Housewives and sex stars. Thank you. I'll let I will let you fill in the adjectives. Perfect programming. I mean, mean, this thing was made for Valentine's Day, and it's based on a popular book. It's just kind of like a perfect storm. No guy had any chance going to movies this weekend. You know what you had to see if you had a girl with it. Except for the one thing that did benefit them is that so many people were interested in investing this in advance. So like Fandango sales were through the roof. That if you were actually getting to the theater, things were sold out. So I think, and then the guys got to be like, okay, let's go to Kingsman instead. I don't know, man. I tweeted this out the other day. There was like a million different showtimes at every theater I looked at. There was like, it was was. like where all the movies will just kicked all their movies out of theaters because it was like you could catch one every fifteen minutes. It was insane, and they were selling out. All right, so let's get into the numbers for the week real quick before we. 
Yeah, you're on. Okay. I can hear you. Okay. Um, we're going to get through the Aaron top five for this past weekend, Valentine's Day weekend, and then we will get more into in-depth discussion. Number five, Jupiter Ascending. Just sticking in there, but not good. How much did it make? Only $9 million. Oh, It's down about 50%. Piece but it, it held on. It was still in the top five. And then we go up to American Sniper, which has just been... Thoroughly impressive. 16 million. Only dropped 29%. This movie is just a powerhouse. Across the 300 million mark. Good job, Warner Brothers. Amazing stuff. Number three, the SpongeBob movie, which dropped down to 30 million, which is actually a pretty big drop for a movie like this. Kingsman did extraordinarily well for. Really? You don't think so? so? For what this movie is and what it's competing against and the weekend that it's on, Kingsman, which is rated R. You got top two movies, both rated R's. But it's a great counterbalance to what the other movie was. So I can understand, like, all the single guys when I saw Kingsman. Hey, hey, I saw Kingsman on Valentine's (laughs) Day and I am not a single guy. Thank you. You know know a bunch of people you want by yourself. You know what? I had a nice time, and it was great, and three of us went to the movies. Okay. All right. Roxy. Yeah. 35 million for Kingsman, and number one, obviously, Fifty Shades of Grey. We already talked about that. Overall, yes, that is the main point of this weekend. It did extraordinarily well. It is the number one weekend of February, and it's passing records. So good. Did it really? Which was the, no. the biggest rock yes. movie of all time. No, it was the biggest February opening, and, and which erotic. to me is just crazy because I'm Passion of the Christ opening in February and not around some sort of Christian holiday is really interesting. Instead, hmm. they centered on love because that is such a joyful and loving movie. i got to tell you, I was in... Because uh, I go to the pleasure chest by my house a lot. It's a <laughs> sex shop. Uh, I was going to say, it's probably a sex shop. <laughs> yeah, it is. And it was jam-packed. I mean, you could not find a parking spot. I had to park my car at my house and then walk over there. <laughs> I feel like yeah. I feel like that kind of store doesn't have a huge parking lot to begin with. It, well, it's, yeah, it's, well, it's like one handicap spot and like fourteen other spots. Okay. But it's uh, it's the best t- uh, you know place around. But there was I feel a, like that's not like a surprising story. No, wow. I, no, it was crazy. I've been in there a couple of times. Like well, well, I go there a couple of times. Okay. Oh, you walk through the door like Bobby. Well, yeah, that, Tom. Hey, but there was a lot of people in there who looked like they'd never been in a sex shop before. That'll give you. That'll give you oh, because really? as a as a girl, there's so much marketing towards fifties. Shades of Grey products mm-hmm. oh, yeah. right now, where it's like the internet's flooded with like beginners S and M stuff, like fashion inspired by Fifty Shades of Grey, and it's right. like leather gloves, yep. makeup, wine, like they are just like infiltrating. That's why I'm saying you can't get rid of it. They're like, hmm. there's like Fifty Shades of Grey like food. Yeah, they're turning and- on the beasts. Are they're waking now? They're it's insane. Well, uh, out of all of us, only one of us actually saw this movie this weekend. Uh, yeah, I, I believe that was you, Tom. Yes, I did see the movie. Uh, what did you think of it? Uh, Besides the love sex it's, it, it's escapism. Look, you know, there's a lot of uh, you know newsflash. A lot of guys that girls just don't want missionary positions and things like that. They want you to, they want you to be. Sex is supposed to be fun. It's supposed to release tension, like exercise. I feel like he's trying to talk about this so seriously, <laughs> yeah. but you just told us that you watched Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, I did. But so. I just wanted to go there to see what it was about. Like, look, these there's a lot of people who just have sex to have babies. That is not the case. That shouldn't be the case ever. Okay. It should be fun. Ever? It should, yeah. Ever. So you're saying These that people. So you're saying Christians you're saying that people should go to see Fifty Shades of Grey as an intellectual experience. Well, it, it opened people's eyes up a little bit. 
Uh, okay. There is, you know, a sex dungeon. Who doesn't want a sex dungeon? I want a sex dungeon. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I ever want to have a sex dungeon. <laughs> oh man, that's why. That, well, this is the that's the deal, though. Look, this is the reason why uh, couples and 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 there's cheating. There's other stuff going on because. Sex is boring. They need to do things better and spice up their sex life, and this is it. And I feel like you. I feel like you're taking this opportunity to like stand on your like <laughs> your your soapbox and like yeah. give a speech that has nothing. I understand there's maybe like a, a tie into the movie somehow, <laughs> but like that's not really about the movie. Which, from more or less, all I've heard is crap. Yeah, it's bad. It's I've there's heard no it's story. horrible. It's got like twenty eight. So like, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what, this chick's got a great body though. Holy Jesus. Oh, really? It's fantastic. Anastasia Steele. That's her name. It's a body, but it's, like a, it's nice. Did you, did you, the girl you saw this with, did you enjoy the movie? No. No, she didn't like no, it. No one, did you like it more than her? We liked it after the movie. No one's in, no one's really enjoying this movie. I've heard, that's the second person I've heard of falling asleep. Oh, really? And I also heard my friend went and saw and people booed out loud at the end of the movie really? booed toward the screen and we're like what an upset so but people are going and i mean they've capitalized on not only their book readers and all of their products but they've also coined the phrase curious what which i mean we've talked <laughs> about the curiosity curiosity factor in movies and coin not a, a only like you guys not <laughs> That is their tagline right now. Curious. Curious. Or like, are you curious? I'm be curious to see what it does next week. <laughs> well, true. it's doing fantastically overseas. I mean, the, what was the budget on this thing? It can't be that big. 40 million. Suppo- so, for, already, no, no. 40 million production budget. Yeah, yeah. yeah. P&A. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They were not going to disclose those numbers because I'm sure it's humiliating. But it writes itself, though. Listen, it's already made this weekend. It's made 90 million, and when we get to international, it's not doing too shabby international either. No, not at all. So. Yeah. All right. You know, the misconception about sex toys is that they're cheap. They're not. They're really expensive. <laughs> like it'll break you. It's a. It'll break the. Bank. I will say that that is accurate for women's underwear. Yeah. Women's underwear are the most expensive. Thing. Big business. All right. So we're, we're going to move on a little bit from Shades Fifty Shades of Grey. Um, <laughs> did see Kingsman. Thought it was great. JT, you saw Kingsman yeah, as well. I enjoyed it a lot. I thought it was a really mm-hmm. fun time. There were times in the movie where I thought it went a little over the top for my taste, which I think that's just a perf- personal reference. Sure. Mm-hmm. But I can totally understand someone loving this movie. Um, I had a really good time with it. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. It's Mark Miller and uh, Matthew Vaughn reteaming yeah. for like a very kick-ass style movie. I prefer kick-ass, but okay. if you like this movie, I can totally understand if you loved it. There's a critic who put it out there like it's more badass than Bond or something. Oh, I wouldn't and say that. No, way. no yeah. not like badass like I think it's more of like the kick-ass version. Does that make sense? Kick-ass version of one. It's great. Yeah, I liked degree, it. Yes. I think the scores, the music to it is fun. Mm-hmm. There's quippy dialogue. Yep. I think that the plot is actually different than what you go in expecting. Because for me, I was like expecting all of these teenagers who mm-hmm. were yeah. kicking time in like already their own assembled league. Oh, really? No, but it's see, not like that. that. It's like the young guy who's coming into this group and was... Some of my favorite things the about the movie is the training. I love the mm-hmm. whole training aspect of the film. Um, like I said, it is a homage to like the old spy movies, kind of like the Avengers, not the, mm-hmm. the Marvel's Avengers, but the one with like uh, Ray Fiennes and okay. Uma Thurman. Uh, and at times, it just goes to me too over the top. So that's why, like, I wish it stayed a little closer to more of a Bond homage than a like a cartoon version of Bond. 
Okay, then. Like Austin Powers, for, for I say this, Austin Powers, the last 20 minutes, you take the plot for this movie, especially the bad guy, who I like Samuel Jackson in it, this plot could easily Russell be Simmons. Austin Powers 4. Okay. <laughs> See, Samuel Jackson's accent in this is actually my least favorite point. It, yeah. it never clicked with yeah. me. I, I understood. What? What about this clothing? Yeah. His clothing? I was fine with the clothing. He's Russell Simmons. Russell Simmons has a look. He's the turtle yoga. The yoga turtle. He is pretty much, uh, yeah. All right. So that is what's going on but on our box office. That being said, oh. money-wise, I mean, this is good for them. It's very I mean, good. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, I, I'm curious if Fifty Shades, the juggernaut that was, didn't open this weekend. Yeah. It might open closer to $45 million. Well, I think, you, like you said, there's a lot of girls who went by themselves to see Fifty Shades and the guys were like hey what are we going to do well, let's go see Kingsman exactly I think it's happened. partially also the people who showed up unprepared and were like hey there's nothing left in this whole theater that's true like what else can we see let's go see Kingsman is that what happened and to you? even that was selling out is that what happened to you I bought Kingsman in advance because I tried to see it once and it was sold out and so we bought it for yeah. later and then that one sold out oh wow oh, yeah. so you had no intention of seeing Fifty Shades of Grey not this weekend I do, do I think I do have I kind of have to. Okay. Uh, so, I'm going to review it. No, but let's oh. talk about the international. All right. More, more, more Fifty Shades of Grey. It's proving to be a phenomenon internationally. The movie is open. It's interesting. Yeah. Open to a stunning 158 million. It opened in 58 markets this weekend, mm. and that's the second biggest weekend ever for Universal Pictures International. Um, Fast and the Furious Six was number one. They're jumping for joy. They're so happy. <laughs> it also included their. Yeah. This included their biggest single day ever, which was Valentine's Day. Fifty-five point one million. Just goes, so, just goes to show you how important sex is. It almost beat Fast and Furious, which was mm-hmm. they should name the next one Fifty Shades of Grey. Fast and Furious. <laughs> yeah, it's not bad. It's a pretty good idea. That's actually a pretty good title. It's going to make some money. Yeah, anything will make money. Anything Fifty Shades of something is going to make Put money. Put the diesel now. in there for two seconds? Diesel. But it was doing fantastic, you guys. Fifty Shades of like, wonderful in the UK. Tons yeah. of pre-sales. Mm-hmm. It was breaking records in multiple international markets. Um, I don't. I feel like it was hitting mostly Europe. I don't think we really. See, I don't believe it's opened in China yet. I might have to double check that. But if it was really oh, the no, mentions. You'll know when it's China. It's yeah, of course, it's going to make sixty billion dollars. It's prohibited in some places. It's been. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's been, been told that it's inappropriate. And is it Thailand? Yeah. Some places. I don't like, know if I believe him on that one. Heavy Christians do not like these kind of movies because they don't want to open these people's minds. A lot of people are saying that this is no. A lot of people. The argument is that it's putting abuse on a pedestal. That is the argument. The writers are Mormon. Okay, we're not going to get into the religious battle. We're not going to get into the religious battle because we are on box office breakdown, and that's for an analysis show. All right, let's go into Kingsman again. Distant Seconds Pace open to 38 markets and an estimated 23.1 million. So that included 5.4 million in South Korea and 3.6 million in Russia. Both of which were above X Men First Class. Um, to date, Kingsman has earned forty three point eight million overseas and is set to reach another twenty four markets next weekend. That's good. Shabby. It's good. Yeah, it's it's doing well. It's doing really well. I'm interested to see because the plot, the characters are very 
a lot of them are Brits Mm -hmm. and Englishmen and Mm -hmm. does have that whole reference so I'm wondering how it's doing in the UK if that's why it's opening well over there Colin Firth is also you know Mm -hmm. I mean he's pretty well known after winning for King's Speech and he's not Michael Caine in there Michael Caine and he's I thought Colin Firth was the best thing in the movie honestly he does fantastic fantastic job He he really though it's like a different different side of him. Yeah. He's always he always has that very gentleman like straightforward manner, but mm-hmm. he he had some fun in this role. Yeah. Um, another weekend for Jupiter Jupiter ascending, and it is just <laughs> falling falling fifty four percent to an estimated fifteen point six million. I can't talk about this movie without laughing, which yeah, is sad. All um, I do is think of those stupid little ears that guys got on. <laughs> Hey, guys, the engineer, Josh, is a big fan of this movie. okay. Sorry, Josh. So we can't say anything too bad or he'll shut us off. don't play on that sequel, buddy. It's not looking good. It's not going to happen. The movie has now grossed 58.9 million overseas, and it still has Australia, Kadua, and Japan and China. That's where the money's at. I was going to say, China might save it a little bit. This is the only way these people are holding on to hope. This is the only the, thing keeping them happy. I think they're doing we reshoots and they're putting Jackie Chan in or something. Oh, yeah, he's going to definitely be in it. There's, uh, there's also, I think, uh, Fifty Shades is the highest opening movie for a female director. Wait, was it except for Except for The Matrix with Wachowski. <laughs> he wasn't a girl then. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'd, have to, I'd have to check on that one. Yeah. I'd have to check on that one. Count. Yeah, it doesn't count. Sorry okay. Well, our last piece of information for the international numbers before we get to play our wonderful game yeah, is the SpongeBob movie Sponge Out of Water. Yes, added $13.5 million from 29 markets, <laughs> which brings its total to $46.3 million. I mean, it's not bad. SpongeBob is such an American yeah. concept. You're talking about a movie based off of a cartoon. Where you think it really it's doesn't have that. This movie's going to make $150 million total. Uh, domestic. Had, that's a good, that's a really good mm-hmm. take. And it had a $3.1 million debut in Russia. And next movie, next weekend, the movie expands to France, South Korea, and Germany. Oh, it's got a crush in Germany. Yeah. Side note, Mordecai made $25,000 this week <laughs> in 80, 80 theaters. What a complete joke this movie is. How much did you say? $25,000. Yeah, I made $25,000. I'm, I'm going to point oh, out Jesus, that the last five years is in three locations and made 45000 There you go. Like, the last five years, oh, okay. which you guys should see if you're into kind of like, it's a, it's based off of a play. It's really good. It's a musical and a Kendrick's in it. I got to think that. Nice. It's what? in those theaters. They're probably taking like a bunch of kids. They're like, "Hey, what can we do for like the field trip out? Let's go take them to this Mordecai. It's cheap." I don't know. <laughs> well, no one's it, really seen it on their own anymore, are they? It's funny because it's similar to Kingsman, where it's like an English spy kind of character, but it's obviously more of a comedy. I, it's also supposedly horrible. Yeah, it's obviously horrible. And I, Kingsman, I do think is going to do really well because the word of mouth is so good. I think it's going to hang on. It's going to be a much more successful kick ass, which didn't really make its money to home video. And Kingsman Tried. had some good word about it. From the get-go, based yeah. on like advanced screenings, mm-hmm. people had a really nice buzz about the out. movie that was coming out. So, yeah. word of mouth can help out. things. All right, guys, I think we have some intro music. Yes. Yeah. Do we? Break out the Rosetta Stone because it's time so for the yeah. international yeah. title yeah. game. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's growing on me. It's growing on me. <laughs> it's amazing. There's four voices in there. There's four. Yes. Did anyone get them? 
Uh, somebody did, yeah. Somebody messaged me. God, I can't remember the name now. I think it was Joseph Hartwell or something like that. I can't. I'm not. I could be wrong. He said he knew one was Fidel Castro, which yes. was the second one. Uh-huh. The first one is Ivan Drago That's from cool. Rocky Four. Yeah. And the third one, I'm just going to tell you guys because no one's going to guess. Nobody famous. It's just some random Japanese guy yelling, I love you, basically. Perfect. <laughs> oh, that's And the first cute. one is it was, me. Uh, Pat Morita. Pat Morita. <laughs> okay. It was, well, outtake, it was an outtake from the, in- <laughs> the whole point of this song is to intro into a game. So yeah. let's oh, yeah. go and play. Rosetta Stone guys, you. The Rosetta Stone guys, me. That's me with uh, just a deeping. I pitched. I took the picture of my voice down. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, wonderful. Was that so we're gonna okay. go with China again, and this is—is uh, is this all China again? Yeah, yeah. This uh, is the last week. It's wow, all China. Yeah. Okay. Quick reminder: we are picking the one that is false. This is the false translation of the title that we are trying to find. That's correct. Thank you. No problem. I have a shirt for you too. I just want you to know. Or you could have oh, it. Oh gosh. Yeah, it's, uh Thank you. You know my size so well. <laughs> this is barely gonna fit on her. You, you know what? With, I'm go- share with Roxy. Is this a, is this like were you wearing the when you go surfing or something? I think I yeah, could. It's a rash guard. <laughs> she goes like snowboard. You so. might yeah, be able to fit that. This is gonna fit. I mean, nice. it's not going to go past the belly, but <laughs> yeah. it's going to fit. Okay, let's get it. Where is that next week? Next week? No. Possibly. Maybe. Okay, All right, let's go. do this. All right, Josh, Jupiter Josh, you're in this yeah, one. Don't forget. China. Jupiter Josh. <laughs> Jupiter Josh. I like What's that. Play the game. It's the biggest Jupiter sending China, I know what you did last summer. Okay. In the end, is a ghost who's engaged. <laughs> okay. Okay. The go- a ghost who's engaged. Yeah. China. St. Michael Had a Rooster. It's a 70s Italian film. That's the real title? Yeah, say it again. St. Michael Had a Rooster. Okay. This movie a 70- doesn't exist. It's a, no, it's a, it's a really, uh, it was like an Oscar-winning foreign picture in the okay, 70s. Okay, okay, okay. What's okay. the foreign title? It's called Lost Cock. <laughs> okay. Yes. China. Yeah. Dallas Buyers Club. Okay. Oh, recent one. Join the club and you die. Uh-huh. China. <laughs> We're not supposed to last back. About last night. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. About last night. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, yeah. Was Demi Moore's naked yeah. in it. <laughs> she, yeah, she is. Yeah, she is. Yeah. <laughs> she was my wife last night. Mm, yeah, I buy that one. So I'll run down again for you guys. Oh, so uh, yeah, one more time. I'm so sad that I don't have my computer. China. I know what you did last summer. In the end... Is a ghost who's engaged. <laughs> it just makes no sense. But that's China, why it's right. Obviously, Saint Michael had a rooster. Seventies Italian film. <laughs> Lost. Cop. <laughs> Can't be. Dallas Buyers Club. Join the club and you die. About last night, the Demi Moore classic. <laughs> Roblo's hair in that was fantastic as well. <laughs> she was my wife. Last, Last night. night. All right. I'm already. I'm going to start off saying Dallas Buyers Club is fake. Okay. It's two I, on, two I, on the nose. I was actually going to go for that one. Go for it. I normally we'll steal. I steal that. my answers from the chat roll, <laughs> and they help me. Um, so this is difficult. And I'm already losing. Your, you both have guess. two, and I'm zero. Your guess. No, it's okay. not my guess anymore. Okay. okay. Um. <laughs> Which one is your guess? <laughs> <laughs> Which one is your guess? The first one. Uh, oh, the married did the ghost. Saint Michael had a rooster. Yeah, it's just, no, no. no. <laughs> oh, I know what you did last summer. That in the end, the ghost was engaged. 
Yes. Oh, okay. okay, Josh? Should have gone if your instinct, Sarah. It's got to be uh, join the club and you'll die. Because you, jo- you, you get AIDS first and then you join the club. It's not you join the club and then you die. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, they join the club. That's like the, the phrase in the 80s. When they were... All right, go ahead. What's I the, wanted to be one? different. There's a really interesting thing going on, but I'm not going to talk about it. It's called gift-giving, and it's weird, weird stuff. All right, so who What's won? the answer? Uh, the answer is uh, GT and uh, uh, Josh Wright. Yes, I knew it. I knew Whatever. it. Whatever. Fine. It was too easy. Yes. It was too simple. Join a club and you Fine, die. fine. I was just All hoping right. to throw everybody off at the St. Michael's Rooster. <laughs> lost cock. How you real. found that one, I don't <laughs> want to know. I feel like you found that one because what? it was lost cock. I watched that this weekend. What he had to Google. To yeah. Find. Oh, God. Do not don't Google want lost to find. cock. No, don't uh, <laughs> No. Break All right. Set of stones. It's time for the international title game. Just because it makes JTE happy is why we play it. All right, let's talk. That was a wonderful game. Let's go into our top five list, everyone. Erotic thrillers. Yes, that is the title. Is that what they're called? This is oh, our erotic top five panty dropper movies. <laughs> top five erotic thrillers list. Inspired by Fifty Shades of Grey. Okay. Let's start with number five, a movie that I have never seen, but it's called Sea of Love. Oh, oh this Al, Al Pacino movie. I've never it's seen fantastic. this movie, but supposedly oh, what I've heard is it's about a serial killer who murders people off of like um, the singles, singles only yeah. list or yeah, something. I've never seen this either. This is one I'm of the rare it. Pacino movies I have not seen. It's fantastic. He was absolutely amazing in it. And who's the girl in this that stars with him? Uh, is it was it Ellen Barkin or something? Like that? Yeah, Ellen, Ellen Barkin. Or but it's it's waiting for a remake. I mean, come oh, on, it's yeah. so. No, they made it already. Craig was killer on Lifetime. It was great. Oh. <laughs> well, it needs to be made now. Well, yeah. we'll see. But All right, well, interesting choice. Yeah, it came in at. Fifty-eight point five million. Wow. This movie was made in nineteen eighty-nine. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's go to our most, besides Fifty Shades of Grey, which was inspiring this list. Our most recent contender is number four, Obsessed, mm-hmm. made in two thousand nine. Which one was Hello, this? Hello, Beyonce. Beyonce. Oh, this is the Beyonce movie. Yep. Beyonce and Ali. Uh, no. <laughs> No, she's also in like Legally Blonde and plays oh. the person in prison. Allie Louder. Oh, Allie Louder. Yes. There we go. Yes. And the one in Heroes. Yeah, no. I never saw this movie. What it's it about, about Beyonce is married. I don't even think Beyonce is actually the lead, but Beyonce is oh, okay. in it, so she has to come first. Yeah. Yeah. Beyonce is married, and Allie is her husband's secretary, mm-hmm. and she becomes obsessed with Beyonce's husband, okay. and like tries to seduce him. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't. I guess it doesn't work, and I guess Shoot. audiences didn't like that he didn't give into the seduction. They also felt like there was seduction either. Oh, there was, Beyonce was my girl. <laughs> Supposedly, like, audience wanted them to kind of play more into the race line. Okay. Because of, like, I don't know. They like weren't happy. They Who thought plays it was. Who Desmond? Anybody famous? Yeah, it's like uh, it's it, it Alba. Yeah, it's just Alba. Really? Yeah. Oh, damn. And he, I love him. But anyway, every girl does. Um, Even some guys do. <laughs> but 
Yeah, so people like weren't happy because they okay. felt like they like missed out on a lot mm-hmm. of themes that could have made the movie a lot more layered. Um, so it really didn't do that well yeah, review 68. wise. But sixty eight for yes yeah. for this movie was well, and it landed it on our list. Um, Jay Z spends it on breakfast. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Number three, going to Disclosure, oh, yes. which is based on a book as well, 1994, $83 million. I love mm-hmm. me some Debbie Moore growing up, as we established Absolutely. earlier. Short hair, long hair, bald-headed, whatever. <laughs> I'll take it anyway. Great voice, super sexy. Uh, I remember seeing this movie with Michael Douglas. I think I saw it in theaters, actually. And um, it was a good movie. Absolutely. It's, it's, it was that whole role reversal, like, you know, usually the guys using, you know, well, it's you, know you want to step up the ladder. He's coming off all of Michael Douglas, you know. That's <laughs> what he was, that whole sex seduction craze. That's how we got that throat cancer thing. And then we go to our number one, just pass it right over that. And then we go to our number one and number two, which to me, like, as soon as I th- thought mm. of this list, I think both of them just come to the forefront of your mind. Number two, basic Instinct, $117 million, 1992, uh, made such a splash. Oh, yeah. Lots of controversy. She did that that scene without anybody knowing. Like, they were supposed to, she was like... No, supposedly she denied that she knew that scene was happening. Oh, she knew that scene was happening. But she has come out publicly and said when in the scene where her legs go, wee, she did not know that they were shooting. That's what? what she said once. Oh, yeah, please. She tried to deny him. <laughs> yeah, that's what... That movie was like... like the cocaine talking. That movie was a feat now when it came out. Like, everyone talked about that movie. And now it's Paul Verhoeven back, you know... Wayne Knight was in that. But, Newman from Seinfeld. Yeah, he has a... Yeah, he has that famous... He's the sweaty guy looking. Yeah. Like. They actually recreated it in the Seinfeld episode, too. It was just but, amazing. But there was also controversy. Really? There's also there's also controversy when so. Basic Instinct came out. Like, people were because also... Because it was too sexual? Yeah, they were saying it's like over-sexualized. They were saying that I think there was even people... They were talking. It's kind of the same argument that people are having with Fifty Shades of Grey. They were like, mm-hmm. this is, you know... Per- Porn pro- on screen? Yeah, kind of? and it's violent, and it's they were against it. It's called fun. Okay. It's kind of... Not everyone's on your side. I'm no. curious now, if you go back to Basic Instinct <laughs> nowadays, if it would seem tame now. Or if it would still feel No, that. it still holds up. It's a rock. That's the thing with Fifty Shades of Grey. It wasn't, there was no mm-hmm. steam in it. There was no, like, wow, I'm in this thing. It, it, it didn't feel like, you know, basic instinct, you sit there and, like, smoke a cigarette and, like, drink some whiskey. <laughs> this one, I'm like, you, you know, like, hey, if I had a beer, I'd be upset about it. Yeah, like, those are the kind of movies that get, yeah, they get you into it. It's like, you start, you know, you hug up on your woman when you're watching this movie. It's, well, it's Sharon's, still again, that good. Sharon Stone was probably the most seductive woman at that time. Oh, I shit. pulled and it up. I pulled it, pulled up. it up. What does it there, say? It says, there was initial critical negativity mm-hmm. and public protest toward basic instinct. Of course there even is. Even though it was financially successful. Of course there is. No, but not always. Then you look at Fatal Attraction and Fatal Attraction, which is our number one. Yeah, um, it's number one. $156 million, And that, that one, like all the critics loved it. But it was nowhere Everyone near was on that team. graphic with the sex as basic. The basic thing is basically about sex. Mm. Fatal Attraction is about a crazy chick yes. who loses her mind on the same she can't list. have a guy. <laughs> They're both a erotic thrillers. She, she puts a rabbit in there. In the oven. Also, originally they uh, changed the editing the fail traction. Um, I guess apparently, like I think she got arrested or something like that, yeah. and they felt like we need to reshoot this because people really want to see her get her come no, up. No, she needed to die. She was too crazy to like live forever. <laughs> like she needed to die. Like the stuff she was doing, she's like, this, this lady has to die now. Like nobody could have her on the streets. 
Well, it then gained approval. <laughs> Fatal Attraction yeah. was nominated for oh, six yeah. Academy Awards. <laughs> Didn't do too up. well because it was the same year Moonstruck came out. So, Sharon and, you know, they kind of <laughs> stole some of those. There's a lot of other good movies that, um, are, that ain't on here. Like, Unfaithful is fantastic at number oh, seven. Oh, yeah, with Richard Gere and, and um, uh, Diane, Diane Lane. Lane. And oh. Martinez. That Such was a, a good... sexy movie. <laughs> so was Eyes Wide Shut at number six. Oh, really? But then there's other ones that ain't on here, like Angel Heart, The, per- the Post. Angel Heart, Mickey Rourke? Yeah. This oh, is wow. Tom's main <laughs> category. This is this category. We were t- when, we talk about, when we talk about animated movies, when we talk about anything happy. He doesn't know anything. Erotic thrillers. I, I got this. I got the whole list. He's a sexist. He teaches a class at USC. All right, let's get <laughs> in. The Postman always, always rings twice with Jack Nicholson in 1981. It's a really good erotic thriller. Thank you. So last about, tango in Paris. Sorry, I did. I'm done. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. I, I, you know what? I look at this list. I agree with Field Traction being number one. It's the best. I think it's the best movie on that list. Mm-hmm. I agree. Ultimate I also agree. Let's Ultimate. get into our upcoming films. Maybe we'll see something good coming up. Maybe go. not. Let's talk about these three, which are all opening in, I believe, over 2,500 theaters, which is a pretty wide release. And we got three of them coming out this weekend. We've got Hot Tub Time Machine 2. Yes. I'm a fan of the first movie because I love the 80s. And I saw, and you know, actually this movie was released by MGM at a time where MGM was doing really bad. Yeah. They were not making money. They were close to bankruptcy. And the first one kind of, it didn't like save the studio, but it definitely gave them a lifeline. Because it was kind of a small surprise. Yeah. It wasn't horrible. It wasn't horrible. It wasn't horrible. Rob Corddry was great in it. John Cusack was doing his John Cusack thing, but it worked. Uh, The kid who plays the nerdy kid is always funny and everything. Clark Clark Duke. Clark Duke. He's always good. And um, I love. uh, Oh, what's his name from uh, This Is The End? Oh, Craig Robinson. Yes, Craig Robinson's great. I, I think all three okay. guys have great chemistry. Yeah, he's got hot chicks And in now it. you're taking away John Cusack, but you're Adam, Adam Scott, who's That's hilarious. What I'm, I'm worried about that, because John Cusack does everything. If he turns down Hot Top Time Machine 2, <laughs> that's not going to be good. <laughs> you might want to take a time machine back point. to not making this movie. Or, this, this is my question for you, okay. JT. When you watched the first one, though, yep. did you want a second one? Or was it like, how did you get on board for the second movie? Here, here's why I got on board for the second one, because... They already went to the 80s. I'm, you know, what are they going to do, 90s? That might be fun, but it's not as fun as the 80s. 80s is such, like, a parody thing. I love the fact that this is, like, this movie looks like Back to the Future 2. They're going to, like, biblical times. No, no, they're going to the future. Uh They're going to the past. Apparently, Adam Scott in this movie plays John Cusack's son from the future. Oh, wow. Okay. And, like, this craziness. And I love, there's a scene where he comes back looking just like Don Johnson from Miami Vice. And he's just like, all he says is, I discovered cocaine. Sorry. I was like, this looks hilarious. Dakota Johnson. I don't uh, see this movie at all. You really? Not at all? Did you like the first one? Did you see the first one? I made it through the first one. Oh, wow. I would, if it's on, like, at home or something, maybe. Here's the thing. I don't think it's going to be the great movie. The first one was a great movie, but it's a fun comedy for me. Well, the thing is, like, the first one, I was like, okay, you try it. Oh, great. You're making a second one? Really? Yeah. I agree. All right. Let's go into The the Duff, Duff. which is a teen movie. Um... I looked into it, and I guess uh, Duff stands for... Drunk, drunk Underage Femme Fatale. No. Are you sure? <laughs> it's not correct. It's, it's something negative. It's, uh, no, it's, uh, it's delusional, underage... No, it's not underage. Friend. I'm pretty sure it's, I, I'm pretty I know, sure I it's ugly. It it's designated ugly fat friend. Yeah. Which is mean. It's very it's mean. Really which mean. I'm surprised they made a movie about it. Yeah, but I've pumped Duff before. It's not bad. It's a good deal. <laughs> 
Uh, it stars Mae Whitman, who's in from Rest Development. No, she's from Parenthood too. Parenthood also, yeah, most recently. She's um, in a ton of stuff. A ton of stuff. I love her. I think she's hot. I hit on her one time at a party, but Erica Christensen shut it down. She's like, stay away from this guy. <laughs> uh, Bakuga from our very own Popcorn Talk Network and Shmo's No just interviewed the cast. Actually, you could go on Shmo Plus and check out that video. Uh, and yeah, they seem like she seems she's really funny. She has a great she is funny knack for comedy timing. So and I think she's hot. I would if this. I don't feel like this is something I'd run to the theater to go see, but if it's on Netflix, I would definitely give it a try. I could see that. I could yeah. definitely see that. And it, but it's having a pretty wide release, so we'll see how it does. I'm guessing this has been. I haven't seen the ads for it, so I'm Me guessing either. it's. This is probably like yeah, every single no, and this is probably like every single commercial break MTV VH1. Oh, like that's, their market. I, that's probably where Snapchat it is. Yeah. Like all that sort of stuff. <laughs> but things I don't I think, have. I think this can work. I, I, if you could do High School Movie good, it, it, yeah, it, you can kill it. You can yeah, kill the box stuff. It, it has to be good. Maybe though. it'll come under the radar. And, and I think eventually eventually, it's probably going to hit TV and like just yeah. be on all the time. So I completely understand. Let's go to our last one, Nick Farland, USA. Now, this is uh, Hello, Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner. Yeah. Again. We just movie. saw you in Black and White. We just saw him <laughs> yeah. in Black and White, which yes. made... But, but this is his bread and butter. It's a... Sports film. Anytime okay. this guy does a sports movie, I'm not saying it's good. Draft Day did not do that well, but it was a good movie. It was, but money wise, right money wise, he has an IMD, IMDb list that's so long. He's been in everything. Sports movies. He's been in Man Westerns. of Steel. But besides Man of Steel, which like broke, mm-hmm. I don't even know a couple hundred that oh, yeah. hundred million. See, he hasn't made a movie that in the box office made over a hundred yeah. million since 1992. But I don't think this movie. Is, they're not looking. And for he's this been in be. so many things. That's not like oh, he's made like five movies since 1992 and it hasn't cracked. He's made like 15 movies the studio, and they don't crack. But the studio's not looking for a huge money from this movie. This is a sports family drama about. Uh, he plays like a high school coach, I believe. He plays yeah. a high school coach. And he like, like a trains of, uh, a, a Latin bunch of guys. American kids. I can, to, like, I can relate to that a little bit. Why? I was a coach for uh, this Amish twerking team in, uh, <laughs> that went down to uh, Tampa, Florida. This is actually twerking. a true... The subject matter of this film is a true inspirational story. That's what the, mine was. You need to go... <laughs> I can, I can we understand what he's saying. Some sort of respect. I can understand what he's saying only because the movie, the main plot of this movie is like these ki- kids usually weren't seen as serious athletes in this sport. Whereas mm-hmm. I could see it as Amish girls, wouldn't it be well, seen as the one girl was anorexic? I turned her into okay, a, I okay, some no. cake. I turned her into cocoa iced tea. We're done with that <laughs> joke because it's bad. <laughs> cocoa, man, that's a twerk. Well, all three of these are coming <laughs> out. None of them, besides maybe Tub Time Machine, has had the publicity yeah. that this past Valentine's weekend movies mm. have had. I would say that. Okay, if you're comparing Hot Tub Time Machine two with SpongeBob mm-hmm. two. Who do you think has more marketing? SpongeBob. Yeah. But here, here's the thing. There's not, look at the, t- look this at is the top to ten right big now. Release of this Are weekend. there any comedies in that top ten, really? SpongeBob. That's a... I'm talking Fifty adult comedies. Men. Fifty Shades of Grey. Fifty Shades of Grey. I don't I agree those. with that. I, you can call those comedies, but this is a straight-up comedy for adults. And there's nothing really like it in the top ten right now. That's true. And I think that's why. And people, I think the first film again, it's not. It's not going to make huge numbers. I'm not saying it's going to be number mm-hmm. one this weekend, but I think it's going to do good because it's not going to be number. Every one. time I see a trailer for this in theaters, the whole audience was laughing throughout the trailer. Really? Yeah, I saw a trailer for it this weekend at uh, Kingsman, and people were laughing throughout. <laughs> and I was like, "All right, I think this movie's got chance." You know, 
I'm not in my theater. No, I wouldn't. Not see in that. my theater. All right. <laughs> well, fine. I'm yeah. <laughs> you can go see Hot Tub Time Machine. I am going to see it. All I, right. I hope it's funny. Let's get into our predictions for next week. JTE, since you're the one who's oh, seeing all these the movies. Yeah. <laughs> all right, well. You're the one who's like going, seeing yeah. all of them. You get to see how, I'll tell how right people now. are reacting. JTE's like Paddington number five. <laughs> I'll tell you right now. Number four. <laughs> one year later, Paddington number five. <laughs> I don't think the Duff or McFarland really has a chance to be in the top five. Uh, number one's going to be Fifty Shades, hands down. Agreed. Not even close. I think Kingsman's going to say number two. It's got a lot of, you know, big word of mouth. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to help it stay right number two. It's, it's going to drop off probably le- less than any of these other movies because Fifty yeah. Shades is going to have a big drop off. Yeah, the first oh, week. it's going to drop off. Like Kingsman might actually only drop like thirty percent and stay pretty high up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll stick with SpongeBob number three because it's the only kids movie out there. The kids ain't you know mm-hmm. all the parents went off Fifty Shades this weekend. Absolutely. This weekend I'm going to take the kids to see some movies. Uh, this is where number four. This is where I, d- I think you're going to see Hot Tub Time Machine come in. It's the only new release that's going to crack the top five. Mm-hmm. It's different. There's no other. Adult comedies out here except for the wedding ringer which is totally off it's made like three million last weekend so that's nothing and then number five i'll go american sniper i think it's gonna stay strong that's not a bad top five no 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 not actually right on, right, pretty much right on poor i moment. took a hot tub time machine to the future mm-hmm. and i saw the numbers and i came back and i just predicted it correctly <laughs> okay i'm gonna go with a different little slightly I'm, different. I'm going slightly different as well although you both have been beating me at this game so no, you're good at it. what are you talking about what what are you doing? I was just I was doing a pose down. <laughs> Victory pose. Yeah. Go ahead. In your own little world with <laughs> the camera world. right here. Alright, go ahead. Am I interrupting something? No, I'm sorry. All right. Mind. Let's get into would you like to go first? Would you like me to go first? Uh, yeah, let me go first. Okay. <laughs> what a gentleman. Yeah, we got number five okay. uh sniper. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. right there with you. Number four. The uh the fish out of water. We are having the same list. The fish out of water. Yeah. SpongeBob, okay. SpongeBob. Number three, I think uh, Time Machine is going to do some money, like you said. Mm-hmm. I, thought, I, I thought you were going to have it at three. I don't know what you're doing. I, just, <laughs> I'm, um, I told you, all the parents saw Fifty Shades this weekend. The next weekend, are going to take their kids to see the kids movie. SpongeBob again? It made thirty it's million. The third I think it's going to make. Tw- I think it's going to make. Tw- it dropped forty-five percent. Yeah, it dropped forty-five percent. Three D ticket sales. I think well, maybe you're right, but I think uh, both Hot Tub is going to do twenty twenty. Which is pretty close. I have SpongeBob doing so. Those yeah, two could flip flop. It's going to be very close. It's going to be very close. I'm giving SpongeBob just a slight edge because kids. You know, I was, I was torn between this. I mean, I really think Fifty Shades is going to drop off to like it's going to come back down to earth. But if it drops, if it drops fifty percent, it's still at forty yeah, million sure. dollars. But and I you also have to- think Kingsman is. Going to uh, <laughs> no, it's going to stay right where it's at. But I'm going to put Kingsman the two and Fifty Shades. Yeah, I want so. I'm not an idiot. <laughs> thought so. All right, Sarah. <laughs> I feel like it just failed me a couple minutes ago when I tried to be like, I want to be different. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to agree with Tom. Exact same one. Well, That's what I thought. What that was my make idea. A tiebreaker. How uh, much is Fifty Shades going to make in a second? Week? Ooh. It's a tiebreaker for just you two in case you two tie. Okay. And we're just doing the weekend. Just because the I think weekend. that people are seeing it today. It's that President Day. People are going to see it. Correct. I know. So I feel like just so many people have, are going to have seen it after this weekend. Um, and it's doing horrible. <laughs> Review wise. Uh, I think 50 Shades gonna, Grey is going to make $40 million. $40 million. Sarah? 47. 47. Oh, That's wow. crazy. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. 
that's it. Then uh, there's yeah. our predictions. Those are our predictions for this next upcoming weekend. We are just flying through February. We only have a couple more shows this month, and yeah. it's already going to be March. On mm-hmm. so everybody, I need you to do me a favor. I need you to like us, subscribe us, rate us, um, send us your comments, send us what you like. Uh, Facebook. In, do we have yeah. an Instagram? No, <laughs> I don't have an Instagram. She doesn't have I a don't Twitter. Know. Or I don't have a Twitter. You guys have Twitter. So uh, I do have a Twitter. You can catch me at Schmoes JTE. I am always talking about movies. Yeah, you can catch me at Bob Finstuck. I'm always talking about mm. something that's pretty important. Yeah, pretty important. Follow me on Twitter. I make your life better. But we are all <laughs> over popcorn talk. Also, oh, yeah. there's so many other sh- shows you need to watch. Mm-hmm. We talked about Makuga, and he interviewing the cast. We have. Profiles. Will, Will Smith on profiles tomorrow. He's calling it. Oh, is he? Yeah, they is, sat down and did an interview with him. Is he talking Jesus about his Christ. new? Yeah, focus. Mario. Oh. You know, really? You don't think it's gonna be good? No, I think I'm it's tear out of part next week. It's gonna I do some hitch some, money. It's gonna do some we'll hitch talk money. about it in two weeks. Well, we'll start talking about it next week, but then we'll see oh, the well. results in two weeks. You guys, stay tuned. Watch us again. Box Office breakdown. Thank you. Keep watching those numbers. Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, Christian Harloff, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network. We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.